Good God. Game oh, man, what a day. Griffin, what a day. Yeah, yeah, what a day. What a yeah, well, it's evening for you. It's still day for me. The sun is up. Um, I'm I'm standing right now, if you can't tell. Oh, yeah. How's standing uh, desk life? It's been a week since we talked about you having a standing desk. No, it hasn't. It's been like two days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm standing and, you know, I think out of respect, both you and our guests should be standing, too. I feel like that's pretty normative, but, you know. Like, I don't think you have to normalize just because one person's standing. I don't know. He looks he looks like he's standing. Yeah, our guest might be standing. I'm certainly not. There's not room where I am. Are you standing, sir? Are you standing? He's I'm a standing here in the back. Yes. Of the studio. Yes. He's way back there. Yeah. He'll he, make it over here eventually, I think. I'm, he, I'm, I come. Oh, he's coming he's now. His way. I'm going to give him time. taking a little bit of time, but it's a huge studio. You can, you can do whatever you need to do. It's a take me a yeah, while. Yeah, it's a big studio. Yeah. He's it, it looks exactly like SNL and he's kind of awkwardly sh- like like sidestepping through all the chairs. Like he's not going down the aisle. He's kind of right. like walking he's recording through in the a chairs. live studio with a live studio audience. <laughs> They're very quiet <laughs> out of respect. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't we do a lot. It's very safe. We, we 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 test all the time. Yeah, we get the rapid fire celeb test. Yeah, we have that NBA test that you can just take and it instantly tells you right away that you're an NBA athlete. and It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like, oh, it says, is, oh, yeah, you're rich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It says you're rich and uh, people love to pay you money. So you're fine. Um, unless you're Rudy Gobert. Um, shouts out to the Stifle Tower. That's what they call him. Stifled, stifled tower. Yeah, because he stifles people. Yeah, because he's a super good defender and he's French and tall. I like that a lot. Yeah, there's some good basketball nicknames. But speaking of names, should we just get straight into our episode? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's almost here. Yeah, he's like, uh, well, let's introduce the show and then we'll introduce our guest since he's about eight feet away from the, the spot. We're gonna we're gonna time it perfectly. Um, all right, well, welcome to Game Boys, a podcast about video games. I'm one of your hosts, and I am Lux, and I standing and delivering yet again week by week. Number by number, subscribe by subscribe. It's me, guys. The fan favorite, Griffin. Yeah, the stander and deliverer, the dangerous mind, the I can't think of another uh, student teacher movie. It's Griffin. But this mind would be eight would be nothing without our producer extraordinaire Haley, who's back. She's back. This episode's going to sound twice as good as the last one. At least he's the he. He's the apt pupil. Oh yeah, he's the he's oh, the oh, apt oh. pupil. There it is. That's a third teacher movie. Thank you, thank you very much. And that that <laughs> voice that you just heard—that's our guest, um, the best wrestler, the best pizza chef, owner of Luigi Primo's Ristorante Italiano. It's Luigi Primo. Luigi, welcome to the show. I'm Luigi Primo. There it is, and here we are. It, it's so That's nice right. to have someone who wants to be here. So far, we, we it's all, everyone always meets us at our energy, which is low. But you're here. You're bringing it up. Yeah, I love this. That's all right. I'm gonna bring it up, and I've got the pizzas that you have ordered. Oh. so I'll just a set of these down, and I'll be on my way. Oh. And thank you very much. Goodbye. Oh, wait, no, 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 okay, no, no. Wait, no. Don't oh, just oh. let him leave. No, we actually there's a whole. I think there was like a misunderstanding. We don't just want the pizza. We actually are, are trying to have a quick conversation with you, Luigi. Oh, okay. That makes a good sense. Well, I'm a happy to talk about it, whatever you want. I'm a Luigi Primo. I make a best of pizza and I'm also a best of wrestler. And also, and you deliver them too. So normally people make the pizzas and then someone else delivers them. Are you a one man operation? Only for special cases like this, because Alexia has ah, produced see. some of the wrestling episodes I've been on, so I make him a special deal. Oh, yeah. Where I deliver the pizza. On a foot. <laughs> it took a yeah. while. 
The restaurant's yeah. actually up pretty close, but the studio is very long. Yeah, it's it's huge. Yeah, we like it to be a little bit of an obstacle course. We don't want it to be easy for people to get here. Right. There's two steps I don't to want getting it to be too. I want to be yeah. challenged. Yeah, because you have to earn an invite on the show and you have to make it to the show, which is like another challenge and like another threshold of, of achievement, you know? You know, on the way here, outside of the studio, I saw this a man. He came up to me and he said, he said, let me have those pizzas. And I said, you listen to me. These pizzas are for the game of friends and I'm going to give it to them. So if you try to do anything, I'll show you how we do it in the older country. And I took one of the chairs from you, the studio, and I threw it over his back and I suplexed him and he had sort of trundled off. <laughs> he, <laughs> so you, you kind of assaulted a, a guy there. That's was like, that that's a friend good. of yours or? It was probably Bennington. Uh, yeah, well, that's good. That's positive. <laughs> there, everyone needs a little bit of an ass kicking. I think we could, I think it'd be nice to normalize that while we're normalizing things. I think that, you know, it could, it would help a lot of people to get roughed up a little bit, to get in a tussle. Exactly. When you order a pizza from a Luigi Primo, I would say there's about for 20% a chance you're going to be a fighting with me or one of my employees physically. And that's wow. a problem. Okay. Or a mentally. <laughs> a battle of a wills. Um, well, speaking of battles of wills, actually, we, uh, we're the Game Boys, and we talk about video games. So, Luigi, do you have a background with video games? Are there video games you like to play? Do you love video games or have some insane opinion about them? So you could also, you could give a normal I, opinion, too. Yeah, I'm just, I had you my When bad. I was young, there was a pizza restaurant that I would go to in Italy, mm-hmm. and it had this video game, but it wasn't like it today where you put it on your TV or you look at it like it's a phone. It mm-hmm. was like a table. The table was the video game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, phone games, that's fake stuff. That's the real shit. When it's in a table, really? when it's built and into you, a table. That's yeah. right, and you would sit down on the table, and then the man across from you would have take out a pair of a dice, and then whoever rolled the highest number on the dice would have get the money. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just gam- normal dice. So that's sort of dice game. gambling. So that, mm-hmm. that was the video game I played when I was just a little a bambino. Uh, well, since your bam- in Italy, since your bambino days in Italy, have you sort of expanded your video games at all? Or are you still dice gambling is the main thing? Well, most of my knowledge of a video games comes from my son, a pasta man who's made of a spaghetti and he's into a lot of a trends and a fads and sometimes he plays a video game like a call of a warfare mm. or a battles of duty uh-huh and uh he also plays some of the retro game or two like he plays a mario man mm-hmm. and uh mario man's a party yeah uh, but how do you feel about these games about, about your call of duties your marios etc oh. i think that is some of them or show a violence in an unrealistic way. Okay. Like, yeah, like any of them sometimes when you are shooting somebody, they yeah. sort of explode in a gore. But in a reality, mm-hmm. what you would do, what you do in that situation is to throw down your gun and take a chair and throw it across to their back right. and suplex them. Right. So, and then to tell them, hey, you have to pay $20 for this pizza. That you ran out with. There's so many headshots, but, and but there's like so few deliveries of pizza. I completely agree. It's 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 not it's not unrealistic, and I think it is. Um, it's confusing our kids. 
You know, I think this actually raises a great question, Griffin, which is if you could design a sort of pizza delivery video game, Luigi, what would that be like? What would the game be like if you could make a sort of a game about delivering and making pizza? So I've actually been working on this in a consultation with somebody. And essentially the format of the game is it's like a management simulator where you have your stock and you have your employees and you have to figure out a salary caps and as well as, uh, you know, manage the day-to-day operations by keeping everything in a stock and order. And there's a weekly, a truck that it comes in and you have to manage them based on the pizzas you're selling. If you order over a stock and you get not enough orders, you're going to lose the money. And that's when it gets a crazy because when they don't pay you, it goes kind of to a Pokemon style of interface where wow. you will battle these ne'er-do-wells or Atardia Just- employees. It's Etc. I mean, this sounds like something people would actually play, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, I would say ridiculous. But, you know, we're in the era of the simulator. I think people would actually like that game. That's right. And when you play this game, you are a really a me. You become a me. So in a reality. So you're developing this game. Are you going to be are you going to be uh, putting your employees through crunch? And do you put your pizza employees through crunch? Because crunch in a video game development is a big topic we, we cover here on the show. You know, uh, employees, they get they get overworked and um, abused. Um, are you going to be able to do that differently with your game? It's a so, it's a so sad that uh, yeah. so many people, because I'm from the food and service industry, so I work hard. So it's a, so a sad that these people with these jobs think mm-hmm. that a normal amount of a hard work is a difficult and abusive. I find that is so sad that they can be so physically and mentally weak. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, that's the problem for sure. Oh. Yeah, they're sitting at their desks all day. Maybe they, maybe if they were doing some push-ups, maybe if they were doing some deliveries. Maybe that could I've made I've made a 500 pizzas during a rush for a college students and a drunken salaryman on a Saturday night and been doing a push-ups and a burpees between each a pizza wow. ran them out to the corner store and the five and a dime and then I have to come back and scrape the flour off of my skin and a defeat all the people that are trying to destroy my register and a break of my windows <laughs> using a wrestling moves. Mm-hmm. For a seven yeah. straight hours. And that's expensive. That's a lot of window replacements. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's it sounds like you will and be we doing call- you will be crunching your employees. Sounds like you we will call- be doing um what most video game designers do. Uh, you're following in the footsteps of of giants. Yeah. Listen, we have a name. Let me tell you something, a Griffin. Let me tell you something, Alux. We have a name for when is a crunch time mm-hmm. at a pizza restaurant. Yeah. And it's called a Saturday. Wow. Oh, damn. It's called a Saturday. Every, he, the joy with which he, he gets excited to crunch almost. You are a workaholic. And to be clear, I'm talking about a pizza. I don't know what the video game Amanda does. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. But I would, I would imagine he has a vapor pen and, uh, orders from a food app and, uh, has a back problems from his chair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Luigi, we know that you are clearly the most Italian person ever. Um, you're and proudly so. Uh, what do you th- make of the landscape of Italians in video games? Uh, is are you guys fairly represented? And what does Mario get wrong? You know, I think Mario actually does a a pretty fair representation of Italians, especially in a New York at the end of the seventies. 
Where mm. you have a yeah, the Italian yeah, a, man. A 70s aesthetic is definitely what I think of. Yeah. In the overalls, he's a going up and down of pipes. Mm-hmm. He's a eating of mushrooms. He's a stepping on a turtles. A listen, we have a name for a that at my restaurant. We have a name for a running around and a going in a pipes and a stepping on a turtles and a eating a mushrooms. Uh oh. We call Rant it a Saturday. Wow. <laughs> no, he did it again. Oh, he did. We call it a Saturday wow. at my restaurant. Unbelievable. And uh, you know, I think uh, I think a Mario and a Mario's a green brother. They do a good a job at a saving the mushroom kingdom, but um. I was a little disappointed in those games because they don't have a good pizza. And that's a big part of Italian heritage is our tradition of having a good pizza. Now, they that's fixed a it this a little bit in a Mario 2. There was a more pizza, but still not enough. Um, that raises yeah, pizza on the cover, right? There's two the to three cover, pizzas right? on, pizza on, on the game covers. One, right? Yes, absolutely there is. Yeah. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. about pizza five pizzas on the covers of a data game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amplifying pizza voices. Yeah, that is that is good, and that actually raises that. That makes me think of a good question, which is just like if you had to make a pizza for Mario and his tall brother, what pizza do you think is the one that they deserve? Like, what toppings? What's your what's your process for that? So the question was, I want to make a pizza for a Mario and the evil a second player a Mario. Yeah, he's evil, right? The other think, guy is. I think evil. he's just like sad. And like a little, he's a, sad. a little kind of like overwhelmed. I see. That makes a good sense. Okay. So here's what I do. The, so the main thing, so the main thing that I like to take into account when somebody orders a pizza from me and not everybody feels it this way, but for me, it's important is I make the pizza with the toppings that the customer has asked me to put on the pizza. I don't want to just pull something out of my hat. I just to make the pizza that they order. That's kind of one of our mottos here at a Primo Ristorante Italiano, which is Primo Ristorante Italiano. We're going to make the pizza that you will order and cook it in the oven and give it to you. It's a no problem. That's the motto. Wow. That's, that's a really good, succinct motto. Catchy to yeah. the point. Right. And once mm-hmm. again, absolutely. Once again, the motto is Primo Ristorante Italiano. We're going to make the pizza that you will order, cook it in the oven, and give it to you every day. It's a no problem. Yeah, it's a great, a great motto, and it makes me want. I w- I was confused because you. Re- I'm glad you reiterated because I, I you I, I feel like I got more information the second time. <laughs> it will, it's a lot later. You have to listen. So it's about repetition. Yeah. So Mario, uh, Mario, and the other man. They order a pizza, and you say based the other on, man, no, our, that's all right. Our, our, we're, 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 yeah. Is there a reason that you won't name him? I do, I don't know his name. I don't think he has a name. Does, okay, yeah. I mean, quick Google. Maybe it's is it uh, maybe it's a Orion or a yeah, Bowser. I, Orion. Yeah. I think Orion is right. <laughs> I, I like Orion. I think Orion's yeah. correct. Mario's brother Orion. So Mario and his brother Orion, they order a good pizza and a ho- and hopefully they order something reasonable like a pepperoni because of, listen, we have a saying at a Primo Ristorante Italiano. Mm-hmm. Order a pizza from a Primo Ristorante Italiano. We're going to make it from you 
unless you order a crazy toppings. Then it's a sure. my call. I'm a Luigi Primo. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's mm-hmm. our motto. So depending on what they order, I go through the revision process that I just mentioned where I really As like I, that. Yes. I really like that because it's, it's because I hate I hate when people modify their orders at restaurants and I hate when people uh, are needy at restaurants. And I think that more restaurants should lead with the fuck you. My rules concept. Uh, listen, everybody needs to be a produced. It doesn't matter how good you are and it doesn't matter how talented you are. You need somebody who has experience of saying, uh, no, you don't put that there. Don't say that a word. That's actually a slur. You know, okay. and helping you to yeah. get it done and make it make sense and not cause a huge problem and get you in a big trouble on the internet. Yeah, yeah. it's true. And exactly. then the same principle applies to when you're ordering a pizza. You can't just go in there and be like, I want pineapple and more pineapple and apple slices on this pizza. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a win of my. Motto goes into effect, which is Primo Ristorante Italiano, order a good pizza. Will it make it with the toppings that you want if they're reasonable? Maybe. Uh, otherwise. If it's not pepperoni, it seems up in the air. Seems, I'm not sure you have any other ingredients, to be honest. That's right. We it just sounds like you have pep- very few ingredients and that you say oh, no. anything. Other, it seems like anything other pepper, than pepperoni probably will not happen. But hey, I'm a pepperoni guy, so that doesn't bother we, me one bit. We, we do have pepperoni. We have a mushroom. Yes. Oh, mushroom. And we have we have a we have a ninety eight other toppings. Oh, okay. Wow. Name them all. No problem. We have a gouda, a olives, a green olives, a black olives, prosciutto, a bacon, prosciutto fine a cut, bacon crumblers, Cats. ground beef, seasoned beef, meat a ball, sliced a ball. That's thirteen. Hamburger. Topinade, uh, the Abuchis, is uh, Gorgonzola. He's walking. He's feta. He's walking away from us. I mean, he's, he's rattling these off. I think we can clearly see fresh, he's going to get to a hundred. Fresh mozzarella. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll stale t- mozzarella, <laughs> shredded mozzarella, uh, Alfredo mm-hmm. crumpets, big time prosciutto, damage <laughs> <Yeah>. control, <laughs> hot and dog as well. Sausage a slice, sausage a crumble, sausage a crumblers, a chicken. Really hoping uh, pineapple is not included in here. Arugula. We're, we're <laughs> reverse <laughs> pineapple. <laughs> Wait, what was that last one? Reverse a pineapple. Now, what, okay, what is reverse, reverse pineapple? pineapple? Reverse a pineapple is a pepperoni. Okay, cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank you for that list. I do believe that you would have actually made it all the way. Yeah. I, there was something about your your confidence that I believed. Um, I want to move into pizza politics. Your thoughts you, on Papa you, John's. You want to stop at 30? Yeah, I think 33 is, like, I'm content with that. Listen, I I, I don't want to leave it up. I, let, let me, so while I ask your question, I'll just go ahead and I'll be a... Uh, I'll be typing these up so that you can get a list so that you can choose okay. from the toppings. Print me out a but, PDF. Uh, just, just, to, you, just to be clear, not all these toppings are available. You have to pick the right combination or else I might have veto any of them at any time. Right. Because it's not just okay. the individual toppings that can be problematic. It's the combinations thereof. So the question was, what was the question about? It was my about. Question, a, my, my question was about Papa John's. Papa John's. The owner mm. of Papa John's, CEO of Papa John's. Your take. My take is I think his nutrition and exercise program needs to be a somewhat tweaked. That's like the I, biggest problem. Yes, I completely I th- agree. 
I think it's a good that he's eating so much of pizza and yeah. that he's beginning to a sweat. It was 40 and, pizzas uh, in 30 days, I believe was the claim. 40. But based on his posture and based on his trapezius muscles, it doesn't look mm. like he's a combining his caloric surplus mm. with a good powerlifting regimen. Totally. And if you're gonna if you're gonna eat that much pizza, you have to put it to a work. Yeah, that's what we say at Maya restaurant. If you're gonna eat a forty of pizzas a day, put it to a work. It's that's what it says on the wall in Maya restaurant. And there's a picture of me with the weights on my back and a pizza spinning over my head, and I'm kind of looking towards the the person I'm looking at it, and I'm a winking. Okay, actually, I have a little bit of pushback on this, uh, Luigi, which is. Papa John is known to do donuts in his uh, weird Corvette and other sports cars. Does that not count as a good exercise? Uh, good question. I mean, I don't know if I mean, yeah, I guess it would. But in order to 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 maximize his gains from a driving in a car instead of a traditional powerlifting program, he'd have to be doing 100 of donuts mm-hmm. every hour. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like this is this is just so refreshing to hear. Yeah, I feel like he only does two or three at a time from the videos that I've seen. So I guess he's probably not hitting the numbers. And, and, and listen, we're talking about a donuts. I thought he made a pizza. <laughs> exactly. Damn. You think he'd be doing triangles, right? You think he'd be he's doing, doing triangles slices in the parking out lot. there. Slices, doing slices. Um, well, uh, I don't. Louis, wait, wait, I don't uh, understand. Because oh. pizzas have slices, and so like he could do in the shape of like a slice of pizza. Well, that would that would ruin a good pizza though. So I don't think he'd want to run them over. All right, yeah, yeah. Fair, all right, fair enough. <laughs> um, um, well, I, I mean, I don't have any more questions for Luigi. If you do, Lux. Well, what if we? Do you have any more? What if we? I don't have any specific Luigi questions, but what if we just do the video game news the way we always do? Talk some video game topics. And we just uh, let Luigi weigh in uh, as as he's interested, as he's got something to say on the on the docket. Yeah, I'd let a like hundred to- of flowers bloom. Okay, we'll let a hundred <laughs> flowers bloom. Um, so Griffin, and what's in, <laughs> that's so beautiful? What's in the video game news with you today? Hmm. Well, uh, there is a game coming out that I'm very excited to talk about, which is uh, Disco Elysium: The Final Cut. That is going to be. Very exciting. Uh, we've already talked about this game on the podcast before, but they are re-releasing it uh, with an update where there's voice acting for every line and there's new scenes as well. And it's free if you've already bought the game. Yeah, that's exciting. Do you think the Chapo Trap House boys will get to do more voices in this game as opposed to the... I think, unfortunately, they will be doing more voices. Oh, we'll get to hear more I mean- Virgil Texas throughout the game. Virgil's actually decent at it. I think that Matt is technically the worst. Yeah. And I think that Felix is probably the best. Yes, that's that's <laughs> you've you've done it correctly. You've correctly ranked <laughs> you've correctly ranked the Chapo voices. Um, but there's a lot of really good voice acting in the game as well. Um, and I'm excited to to just like see what that's like all over again. I think it'll be fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. I want an excuse to replay that game. Like it's it was so good and I miss the yeah. the joy. Are there Italians in that game? Are there any Italians? Well, no, because it's like a fictional Earth, but there's wow. definitely, there's definitely sort of like, actually, there. You know what? Actually, there's those two old men who play bocce, which is an Italian game. There we go. That does. Can you get a pizza in this game? Ooh, good question. I think you cannot. There should Maybe. Be, there should be like in the same way that there's like the can you pet this dog Twitter account. There should be a can you get pizza in this game account. I think that would be a helpful informative. I mean, okay, in this game you can get pizza. Maybe they have fixed that in a patch. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should fix it. It's broken that's right a, that now. That is an yeah. error. But, uh, absolutely unplayable. But, <laughs> Luigi, here's a question. Do you play bocce at all? The famous sport of old Italian men? <laughs> is that the, the game where you have a ball and you throw it at your friend? <laughs> yeah. No, well, and the person who gets hurt the most wins, is, yeah, loses. Not who actually can escape the, game? the ball. <laughs> It's the one where you throw the, there's like a small ball and you throw that and then you roll yeah. larger balls to get closer to the small ball. And and, Lux, and, and and people lose their lives. Yeah. Lux, let me, you've been asking me some questions. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> okay, yeah, there we go. Coming. Who's Italian to hear? You or me? I mean, you. That's right. Okay, sure. So I guess Bosch is the game where you throw the ball at your friends and whoever gets hurt the most is the loser. That, mm-hmm. That's how you play a bocce. That's how my grandfather... Giuseppe Primo taught me how to play, and that's how I play when I we, see we my old Italian friends. A lot of bocce splitting happening right now, um, but uh, there was something else going on uh, that that I guess we can tentatively talk about, Lugs, and that's Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah, we can get into it a little bit. Um, we've got differing feelings, although maybe not so different totally, I think. Um I think it's fun. I also think that one thing that you and I agree on is that the people who said this was the most accessible first Monster Hunter game for people <laughs> were fucking lying. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, it, it might be. Maybe the other ones are even worse. Who knows? Uh, I just know that like the first two hours of this game was like 35 menus of like information that I wasn't able to like process or remember at all. And then it just kind of let me loose. And I feel like I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of starting Fantasy Star Online, which was a similar thing where it's just like totally. a bajillion menus. And then you're like, now you can do whatever you want. It's like, OK, but I didn't learn anything so i have no idea what exactly i'm doing and i'm not against menus but i like when a game doles them out slowly and puts you on sort of a like tutorial journey where like you know they could show me the shops eventually but first like show me the process of a battle and then like quest and like 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 just it's like these are basics and like the game just like amateurishly and sort of like doesn't have any patience just dumps it all at you at the top and yeah it's like it's just not something i'd like recommend people go check out yeah i think it's like if you want to put in the work to understand the games and figure them out yes then it's worth it i think i think the monsters are cool i think exploring the world is fun i think your little dog friend is chill um i think that the cat people are are fun i think the boss fights are interesting but you do have to like get through a bunch of menus and like kind of learn as you go in a way that is arduous for sure. It sounds like the monster hunter has become the monster hunted. Wow. In some ways you could say that. In some ways you definitely could say that. Now, do you have any? I feel hunted by this game. Do you have any experience with the monster hunter franchise, Luigi? Have you played? Have you played those at all? So is that the game where you have your own a turtle? And you teach him how to grow and how to yeah. be a rid upon and you will ride him in a races and you have to defeat the other the other monsters Honestly, with the fires. Lu- Luigi keeps pitching better games than the ones I'm playing. Yeah, that's and like like the first one was, was a pizza management game I would have played. And now he's doing some sort of turtle relationship sim that turns into battles. Incredible. Yeah, that feels like a sort of hybrid, like of a sort of like a like a Pokemon meets Mario Kart type thing which i'm mm. i'm i'm i'd be into have you thought about mm-hmm. pivoting from pizza to programming luigi and just becoming a game mm. dev it's a great title for a book i don't use a much of the computer i you know <laughs> i can't adjust to use my email 
and I sometimes I get on the uh, Twitter or the Facebooks. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you tweet um, some stuff. But uh, when I try to go up to Excel and I try and do a function, it yeah. just uh, uh, me too. It Excel's it says hard. It, it says a lot of things to me that I can't repeat on this show. It th- wow, the Excel program says bad things to you. Yeah, I can I can show you right now, but I don't think it's going to be appropriate for this. I won't read show. it. I won't read it. Yeah. I'll give you a second to show it to me. But yeah, you know, the, I won't read it. It out is loud. a little distressing, Griffin, that we have that you and I have a video game podcast and seem about as technically proficient at our computers as a pizza chef who doesn't really use a computer. Yeah. Okay. I that- mean, he'll probably sound the best on the on the episode today for sure. Um, but like, I want to talk. You mentioned the cute little dogs, logs, mm-hmm. the Palamute. Um, I was so hype to like in the character creator, like design my dog. And I was like, very cool. And then, and then they're like, and then there's also a cat. And I was like, okay, oh, sure. I'll design that one too. And then they're like, and then there's also an owl. And I'm like, too many, (laughs) like, like, like too many cute things at once. Like, let me earn these, like, like dole them out to me. The whole game just like dumps you like all at once like one big fat dump and i'm like let me unlock the dog then let me unlock the cat then let me unlock the owl make these like meaningful things and it's just like what the fuck that's that is one of the biggest problems is that it's really doing everything everyone loves about monster hunter all at once but it's really all at once and it's like yeah i do like having the palamute i do like the cat people the owl's fun getting a wyvern and flying around is cool that's all great but like it would be nice they were spread out a little bit because I, as much as I like all those things, it doesn't, I don't need like all the greatest hits playing at the exact same time. Yeah. It just makes me not be able to enjoy any of them because they're all just coming at you all at once. Uh, it feels like in like the way that like kingdom hearts three gives you all of your spells and powers at the beginning. It's just like, Oh, so this all doesn't feel meaning like feels meaningless kind of. Um, and then just like, uh, I know that I'm not doing it right. Cause I started playing this game at like two in the morning, but I just fucked up learning how to even swing a goddamn sword in this game. I'm confused on the button layout. I'm confused on the combos. Um, And I would have liked, out of all the tutorials, I would have liked a combat tutorial. But this game does tutorials for everything I don't give a shit about and does zero combat tutorials, which is like, this whole game is designed to piss me off. Yeah, and it was especially, I bet, annoying and this is the truth of my Monster Hunter games is I've never been, I, I'm fine with the single player Monster Hunter experience, but where those games really pop off is when you're playing with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I really think that's, that's like the key to those games. And I don't, I think this game wants you to do more. Sorry. I think this game wants you to do more single player stuff. <laughs> He's in the restaurant yeah. right now. <laughs> um, I think this game wants you to do more single Sorry. player Sorry stuff, about that. but it's, it's that's just not where the games like shine like the game shine is like a fun co-op game with like you and three of your friends like hunting down a giant turtle or whatever right um, yeah and i think that like i'm I'm still gonna give this game a shot and a chance because i've only played a little bit of it i need to like not get frustrated and like really like try to learn it to really give it a shot and i think that like when you and me will play some like online on stream sometime and like it'll be multiplayer like i think that stuff like could be fun so there's still potential in this game but you are right what you said at the beginning Lux. it is comical to call this like the most uh, beginner friendly like entry level type of game it's just not especially <laughs> because i mean I don't know how the DLC stuff interacts totally, but like Monster Hunter World, the last one on the PlayStation, 
had so many quality of life, like in streamlining things in the DLC and in like patches that came out that that's much easier and more accessible. I mean, I don't know if they like changed the like menu dumps at the beginning or whatever, but like it's much everything's so much more streamlined that it seems crazy to be like this game that just came out and doesn't have all these patches and updates like is the better experience for someone who hasn't played before. I think that's like a crazy thing to say. Mm-hmm. Luigi, it looks like you've got some kind of thing stored up. What do you, what do you think about this monster hunter scenario? Now, Griffin, you mentioned unlocking the, a dog. Yeah. So do you mean like the, a dog and the, a cat and the owl are locked in a hot car and you have to uh, different hot cars and you have to pick a, which one, you yeah. want to unlock, and that's the one you save. Is that what you want to do in this game you were saying? It's a little bit of a Sophie's Choice, yeah. <laughs> this game needs um, more moral con- conundrums, more more painful dilemmas yeah. in Monster Hunter. It sounds like pretty if, cruel. It's like if the beginning of Pokemon, Professor Oak killed the other two. <laughs> <laughs> that would be such a crazy... That would be such a good... Just, just a handgun. If they want to make, like, make the... Ad- hope you chose wisely. Yeah, if they want to make the adult Pokemon RPG, that's how it should open. Fucking like an L.A. Noir style cutscene. <laughs> that's Zack Snyder's version for sure. Oh, God. Um, give me Zack Snyder's... Give me Pokemon the Snyder cut. Let's Snyder cut if, everything. If you think about it, the original Pokemon games on Game Boy were in 4.3. Whoa. To, to, to protect the integrity of Zack Snyder's vision. Yeah, to protect the <laughs> that's integrity. The main sub, that's that's the main true. function of 4-3 aspect um, ratios. But I noticed that some of the people that listen to this podcast really recommended the game, and I don't want to be... If you're listening, I'm not mad at you, um, but you owe me $60. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, I'll probably enjoy it. I'll probably end up, end up enjoying it. And, uh, you know, don't stop recommending me games. But I got to say, from the beginning, I had the spidey sense tingled that this was a game I was not going to like. Uh, but then I saw a few reviewers I really trust say, this is the best game since Breath of the Wild. And we will really have to evaluate that claim in future weeks. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, I want you to know I I am mad at you and I will stop you from (laughs) what you did. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Punish, punish the non-believers. Have you been any, any, uh, any PS5 updates? You've been playing anything cool on the PS5? Um, I beat Kingdom Hearts on stream last night. That was fun. I sealed the I sealed the door. Um, very cute. Very confusing to this day what Kingdom Hearts is. A lot of people say it's light. A lot of people say it's darkness, and the game is very confusing. Um, but uh, it was a very fun experience to to uh to play that on stream with people. Um, and just sort of go back. It was the nineteenth birthday, so happy birthday, Kingdom Hearts. Damn, Kingdom Hearts can vote. Um, yeah, it can. It can. It's been voting. It voted for Trump. I mean, that's for um, sure. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I've been playing this other interesting puzzle game called Maquette. It was free for the PS5. So it's a PS5 free game. Um, it is a Annapurna Interactive, the film studio. And the film studio started getting into making these like weird little indie releases that are just a couple hours long. Uh, and this one is a puzzle game that is voiced by Bryce Dallas Howard and her husband. And it's about their relationship um, and the puzzles are, and the vibe is very, very cool, but I hate Bryce Dallas Howard and her <laughs> husband. No. I hate them so much. What did they do to you? They are one of the most obnoxious twee couples I've just ever had to listen. Cause the whole game, you listen to these like just conversations they have that are like these like loving, like flirting conversations that like track their relationship. And so far there's just no conflict. It's just them being like 
twee and indie and and frankly i'll say it soy yeah i don't think i'll play this game but luigi how do you feel about bryce <laughs> dallas howard one time a bryce dallas howard and their husband came into a my restaurant Uh-oh. and they said a luigi we know you make a good pizza and i said yes that's true and they said my husband here has a little bet with me and they say that if you can't make this a pizza that we can't eat in a five minutes, it's gonna be free. And I said, <laughs> I'm gonna take it that a bet. And so I made it that a pizza. Hold on, I, it's gonna be yes. free for them. No, it's a free for me. Free for you. That's all right. If I don't make and eat the pizza in a five minutes, I have to pay for the pizza. And I said, do not attest your god. And I said, I'm a not a your God, but in a general, just to heed that advice. And so I made it out of pizza, made it as quick as I could. And then I ate it. And they said, Luigi, truly on this day, you have shown that you can make and eat a pizza in five minutes. Our one question is, why was the pizza so small? Whoa. Wow. I mean, size queen. Sounds, they- that's, where I, that's where I carried you. Right is what I said. When, when you saw oh. three, when you saw three sets of footprints by the pizza, that's when we carried it together. I fucked that up bad. No, I didn't mm-hmm. say that. Yeah, I'm sure you all. didn't because I butchered it horribly. Um, mm-hmm. And you would never do something like butcher an, uh, an idiom in a weird way. That's something you would never do. Um, so that's got to have been me. Um, I played, so I didn't know you could do this. I beat the single player Madden RPG part. <laughs> Um, oh. I beat it. I got to the end. I made it to the Hall of Fame. I'm the greatest of all time. The GOAT. That's uh, pretty degenerate of you. Yeah, it is. Uh, Crispy Smooth is the name of my quarterback, and he's the greatest quarterback to ever live. Here's the problem with the Madden RPG is it's absolutely plot terms, non-responsive to the things that you do. Um, Hell yeah. For instance, there was a season where I won the MVP. My team went 14 and two and I threw eight touchdowns in the Super Bowl. And the next season started with the GM going. So we're thinking we might need to bring in another quarterback to see who's really got the goods. And it was just like, <laughs> this doesn't turn, make yeah. any sense. It's like the, the plot mm-hmm. points are so like it's it's it feels like a like an old like early 2000s like PS3 RPG where like just none of your choices matter at all. And it's just like the reactions are, yeah. are very like normalized. And it's, it's funny. Cause obviously I don't expect a lot from like a sports RPG or whatever, but like it, it did feel really grating, I guess in this way where I've gotten used to RPGs where like the things you do matter, like, like choices mm-hmm. matter in this way. That's like become a norm of, of games. And so it was very strange to just have these things happen where it was just like, Nothing fucking matters. Like, it's just like a series of scenarios. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, um, yeah. Let, let me know when you can make real choices, like kneeling for the anthem and I fucking um, wish bl- blowing up the stadium like Bane. Real choices. Yeah. Well, I tried so to blow up the stadium like Bane. Al- it didn't let me. And there was certainly no kneel for the anthem option. Although, in the seasons I was playing, Colin Kaepernick got signed by the New England Patriots. <laughs> Um, which is just a whole super weird scenario to deal with. Um, I found that to be very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think the thing about these Madden games that I wonder is when are you going to actually be able to play as a Madden? Well, so well, true. He's dead. 
but it's kind of like how the Legend of Zelda, you don't play a Zelda. Exactly. And I think it would be good if there was a game where you have to get a John of Madden into a shape and then you would get the sword and then what you, if you have just try, to. What if the goal is to save Madden? So Madden's in a tower much like Zelda. And then the goal is to, to save John Madden. John Madden's not a dead. He's a fine. He's dead. No, he's, he's dead, not a dead. He's in the spirit realm. I'm pretty sure John Madden's dead. <laughs> John Madden's not a dead. He's a right here. I'm looking oh, at him right John now. Madden, hi, how are you? Oh yeah, he is alive. <laughs> Who I think? Oh, Pat Summerall's dead. His weird best. But you guys, you guys both went all in. You both like locked the eyes with each yeah. other and knew like you yeah. were gonna try to punk me, Rhea John. That's Madden. host solidarity. Yeah, well, it wasn't a punk. I just don't like sports. Yeah, I have no idea. You know, we have we have an alliance. But um, Pat Summerall is dead, and that's John Madden's weird little uh, goblin friend. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, Madden games. Maybe he would be the hero. Madden, Madden games have so much more to do and so much more to grow so many places they could go if they just uh hired more than two employees to make the games that'd be great i think sports rpgs are a cool genre in theory but like there's only been like one good one which is that subasa rise of new champions game that i was playing but it's like Mm -hmm. such a cool genre because it's such an obvious like the thing you can like you can clearly progress through sports in the way that you progress through like a fantasy adventure or whatever um but they just don't do that really Mm -hmm. um what else is going on video games wise honestly man it's been a slow fucking week like i like i thought monster hunter rises was gonna get me like more excited but you know uh we'll see as i get more into that but it's a it's a dry couple weeks until like resident evil village uh is coming out i don't know the start the start of may is like the beginning of like ps5 goes buck season because like the beginning of like may 6th they're dropping a ton of titles i think Oh, really? I think I think there's like I know. Oh, it's, yeah. For, that's like Odd World and stuff, which I'm like. All right. Mm, well, you and, I'm you like and a, I feel differently about Odd World. Um, because I'm excited. I may have to. I might have to buy it just to have more games on the PS5, though. Odd World might actually get. Yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm. I'm excited about that element of stuff. Um. I. I'm. Yeah. There is this weird lull right now, uh, which means thank God for the Snyder Cut giving us an unlimited supply of things we can talk about if we choose to. Which leads to my next question. Luigi Primo, what do you think about the Snyder Cut? Because I know that you're a big fan of sort of uninhibited artistic vision. That's all right. I think uh, the idea of letting a Snyder come in and just to cut apart your movie or your pizza, Mm -hmm. you know, he shouldn't be allowed to. It makes the pizza bigger. When you when you when you go into the kitchen with a Snyder Cut, it gets bigger, right? Well, he makes it a two a big. Because he goes, you get a Snyder, you say, a Snyder, come in here, get your scissors and your cutters. And then they just, he just cuts the pizza and it goes crazy. And then all of a sudden, yes, it looks bigger, but actually it's just in a more pieces and they're more spread out. And so that's what I think happened to these movies. When I see a movie, I just want to go to a one theater. I don't want to go to a multiple theaters because the video has been a cut apart and a mailed to a different places. The delivery system was not ideal. I completely yeah. agree. Having and to go to all those different right. theaters was worth it, but yeah, expensive. And that's my experience and my conception of a seeing a movies. And that's just uh, how it is. Oh, I, I got actually, I got actual real present imminent movie discussion that I think we need all need to talk about something that I actually don't think I've talked much to Lux about. And I'm and this is actually a perfect kind of final question for the show in a day, in a day and a half, guys, of recording this. Maybe the day this comes out, actually, we, we get a movie called King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, my God. How have we not talked about this? Now, it's gonna, it's going to be a good. The Internet has um, been, you know, in a fierce debate 
teams have been decided. People believe either in Godzilla or Kong. And foolishly, I feel like many people are picking Team Godzilla. I personally am obviously Team Kong, but I want to hear your perspectives. And I'll start with Luigi. Luigi, between Kong and Godzilla, I have two questions. One, who do you think would win in the fight? But two, who deserves to win? Right. Okay. So so let's think about it this way. If a King Kong is a making or a pizza, what's he going to get on the pizza? Okay. He's, he's going to get his a hair, his ape hair on the pizza. But if you have a Godzilla, he's got a clean, a scaly of hands. And also his a plasma of breath can cook the pizza. So oh, obviously, okay. Yeah. So obviously my decision is a King Kong. Oh, oh I twist. See. I see. Because you you would you would want to be outshone by like a diff, a better chef like well, Godzilla. No, no, I, no, I would just uh, I would just hope that a King Kong would be wearing a hairnet oh, and okay. uh, an apron when he's uh, making the food. Mm-hmm. Listed and only he's a professional. professional. You listed only pros for Godzilla. Listed only Kongs for Kong, and then sided with Kong. I love that, that energy. That is- that's I mean that's basically part of the Luigi Primo Primo Restaurante I, Italiano well, motto. Yeah, it is. It's the motto is when looking at a pizza, consider the pros and the Kongs. And then there's a picture of a King Kong wearing an apron, and he's giving a thumbs up and a winking. <laughs> and a winking. And, and doing a classic wink. I'm Team Godzilla. I, you guys are crazy. Yeah. Um, you like you like had a you like had a spasm when I said Team Kong. Yeah, I did. You're so Team Godzilla. I mean, I've I've loved those movies since I was a child. Um, been a big Godzilla fan for a long time. I think lizards are cooler than primates. I think underwater is cooler than jungles. I think, um, I think fire breathing. Really, just focusing on the aesthetics. I think I, fire I breathing it. is yeah. cooler than climbing. Yeah, I, yeah, I am focusing on the aesthetics of yeah. these two just, of these two kaiju. No, no, no core principles. Okay, so the core. Well, wait, wait, well, wait, wait a second. Hang on a second. So basically, rather than siding with the primates or the more human-like, you're siding with the reptiles. Hmm, yes, interesting. Is. That's an interesting point. Hey, Luigi, you watch yourself. Yeah. Luigi, you, you're towing a dangerous line here. Um, Luigi, brother, I got some links to send you after this. Right. I got some research. Um, you know, he's a th- yeah, I mean, like... Uh, Godzilla obviously is like more powerful, but I, I would beg the question, Lux. Uh, narratively, you know, oftentimes Godzilla is ambivalent towards human life and Godzilla is there to defeat another monster, but is ambivalent to human life. Whereas Kong is just doing his thing. Humans force him to come to human land where he just is trying to deal and cope. And along the way, he does fall in love with a human. He's closer and more on our side. And actually Godzilla doesn't love us. Okay. Kong loves love us. aside. Uh, Childish notions like love aside, from a strictly utilitarian <laughs> perspective, how many times has King Kong saved the planet from Monster X? Hmm. How many times has King Kong That's saved true. the planet from Rodan? Wow. How many times has King Kong That's... saved the planet from Mecha Godzilla? I've been owned. I'm just saying. Yes, we, I'm just saying. We need the we need the lizards. We need the lizards to save us from ourselves. Necessary evils. Usual. Necessary evils. That's what it is. I guess. I, mean, I guess. Look, I guess we can't expect anything better. And, and there's a very human element to Godzilla in that people blew up Godzilla's house with nuclear bombs and woke him up from a centuries long slumber. 
That's so true. And, you know, just, you know, it's the Godzilla is our own hubris made manifest. And even that's been turned in favor of humanity because it's ultimately an optimistic story. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, I'm not saying that Godzilla doesn't have his pros. Uh, I'm just saying that, you know, uh, it seems like between the two, I'm arguing for harm reduction. Right. And I'm arguing for sort of a, I'm sort of, sort of arguing for like a yes, no revolutionary referendum. Um, I want change and I want it now. No, yeah. no reform. King Kong is the reformist option. Uh-huh. Well, here's here's the real trap that you team Godzilla fans are going to fall into. OK, and it's not the trap of you guys having to be nerds and Kong people just being chads. Um, it's it's the fact that. um narratively if you're paying attention to the trailer narratively this film clearly sets kong up as the hero and godzilla as the antagonist because in the trailer godzilla's been acting strange godzilla's not been acting like himself so it's very clear that kong is an underdog and also the protagonist of this film and i think team godzilla fans are going to be um you know having to deal with that and come to terms with that you know who justifies that people are bad because they're acting strange you know who says that? That's what cops say. God damn it. <laughs> um, it sounds like I, I walked right. Yeah, into it sounds that like one. King Kong fans is cops. And you know how I feel about cops. Now, I don't disagree. The movie probably is going to tell me to root for King Kong and not Godzilla. And if the movie is good, then I will. But until the movie comes out, I'm firmly team Zilla. That's where I'm at in sort of the broader spectrum of things. I'm not going to go into the movie with preconceived notions of this movie's only good if my team wins because, you know, art's doing what art does. But when it goes to the world, I love Godzilla. I ain't no cop. Godzilla's the best. You know, when, when Kong comes in with his ma- mega pickaxe and just reaps what he deserves, your cheeks will be rosy. My cheeks are always it, 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 rosy. Te- That's literally my complexion. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're not. You well, know, I think I, that's fair. I think that a people that see this movie before entering should announce out loud how they feel about a cops. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's really the only a fair way this movie can be watched. I think you're right. I think people should walk into the theater and then someone says, "Uh, back the blue. And they're like, all right, it's over there, Kong guy. Um, a cab, a cab. It's like ah, oh, over there on the right for you. Um, yeah, I don't think no. I just, it just it's not even. More movies should do that. Yeah, make you declare <laughs> one political truth to get in. Uh, I think that's a great a great idea. Um, I think it would well, help. I think I it would help a I, lot I, well, of these uh, problems. I, I, on that yeah. note, I really don't think we can have a higher note. Luigi Primo, we really want to thank you for coming on the show. Is there anything that you want the audience to know where they can find you? Uh, yes, yeah, so thank you. I just uh, want everybody to know that I'm a best of wrestler and I make a best of pizza. And you can follow me at Best Pizza Chef on a Twitter. And I'm probably on Instagram and a Facebook as well. Best Pizza Chef. That's, I can't believe you, got, you were able to score that handle. In a 2019, uh, it was not a problem. Insane. That was yeah. before pizza was a thing. And, you know, sometimes that was before even a lot of people knew about a pizza. You, you got er- on that train early. That's so I'm jealous. Yeah. And Twitter, you know, Twitter's known for making sure that the right people have the right handles. They're really good about about that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. Is there, is there anywhere we can, people can watch you online or any, any, anything you want to promote there aside from just the follows? 
just to follow me on a Twitter and I'll share all the places I'm going to go because I'm a kind of a man about a different towns. I might be in one mm-hmm. place in one day and I'm making a pizza in another place in a different way. But to check out a Party World of Wrestling as well because that's a kind of my a home of wrestling a promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Luigi's well, got gonna... a link tree that is just a link to like pizzas. Pictures of that's pizzas right, he's made. That's right. Just a picture of a pizza. I'm going to leave the studio now. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you. Right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. All right, well, that was a great guest. A wonderful... He, he like, got out of there so much quicker than the way he came in. He, like, basically apparated through and disappeared like a ghost. I feel like his entrance, he sort of made a mental map. And then he yeah. executed on that on the exit. You're right. He was the, he was so slow in the beginning because he was kind of scanning. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Griffin, do you have anything you want to plug for this week? No. Uh, twitch.tv slash room uh for the streams we might be doing some monster hunter or some other games on there uh in the future so check it out yeah definitely do that and um uh go to twitch.tv slash party world wrestling to check out the replay of the newest pwr guide episode and if you uh want there's also the older episodes are all on youtube uh so you can check out party world wrestling on youtube and the newest episode with a new fresh refixed audio mix will be there if you want to wait for the better audio mix version to go live um and that's about it except for uh if you can check out the dsa phone bank uh for to help pass the pro act because we need better workers rights in this country um and it's good to support that Yo, fuck you, Bezos. I saw what you're, you're I see what you're doing on your alt Amazon news. Yeah. Yo, cut the oh the recording's getting cut. Oh yeah. Jeff, no. Um and then also obviously check out Haley at Eat Every Sound on YouTube and Instagram and um Memory Snack Podcast when possible. Uh, my mic still works because I haven't said anything rude about Jeff Bezos yet, but it, uh, we better stop before I do. <laughs> <laughs>